Welcome again to Knowledge Cast by Ideals, uh, presented by the Ideals Foundation. I'm Jack Williams, the founder of the Ideals Foundation, and we're excited to begin the first season of our podcast. We have 15 guests that are scheduled during our first season, and we think we're going to provide a broad spectrum of, uh, of interest for you. To, to view the dates of future podcasts and the guests we'll, that we'll be speaking with, you can go to my website, www.jackwwilliams.com, and click on the podcast button. Well, today, our guest is David Williams. Uh, David spent his business career in marketing with Bell South, and after leaving the corporate world, David went into education, serving as an associate professor at Agnes Scott College in Decatur, Georgia. But David's real passion has, has always been writing. He's written in a, a variety of genres, and he's taught writing and been involved in editing and creating uh, creative assignments in the field of writing. He's also my brother, and he's going to share some insights for anyone today that is thinking about possibly writing a book or any other type of publication. And you'll see in a minute why I asked him to join us today so you won't make the same mistake that I made. So uh, welcome, David. Thanks for having me. Well, as I said, again, uh, the disclaimer, David is my brother. And uh, when I wrote my first book, Like a Dummy, I waited till I had completed my first draft to seek out the advice from David, who had experience writing books and screenplays and taught classes on writing. So, so that you don't repeat this same mistake that I did, I wanted to have David on our podcast. And the other reason to have him is I, I want to encourage you to think about putting your story in writing. I can tell you it's a, it's a great experience. All right, David, now that we've got all the front end stuff out of the way, uh, I want to ask you, first of all, what was your motivation to get, uh, to get started writing? Okay, just one note of clarification, um, so I don't insult the actual associate professors at Agnes Scott. I was a longtime instructor of economics at Agnes Scott, as well as the director of the internship program. Okay. So for me, even at an early age, I was most sort of engaged when I was involved with something creative. And obviously writing is a very creative process. I've done a lot of things creative. I've made up games, but I often would look for opportunities to write. I remember writing skits in like grade school. And then off anytime I got an opportunity in high school, I wrote skits. Um, same thing in college, I wrote skits. And then I would write some stories here and there, but not as seriously. And then after uh, I'd spent 10 years in the corporate world, and I'd done some writing at the corporate level, but not much. I had also written several skits and written some other things for, uh, I taught a class there. Uh, I just wanted to spend more time, develop my craft, because I knew I was still very um, rusty and crude and, and not developed as a writer. And nobody ever fully develops as a writer. But I spent uh, several years as basically a freelance writer and creative consulting. And then uh, I started teaching economics at several local colleges and then went with Agnes Scott in 2000. Let me ask you, uh, how, do you how do you come up with an idea for a written piece? And then how do you start the process? Okay. Well, people that say, I can't come up with an idea or I can't come up with a topic for my paper. I don't know how many times as a teacher, a student said, well, I don't know what to write with. Well, I would say you're not trying very hard. And 
ideas and inspiration for ideas are everywhere. And you just have to look and you have to eventually get started. Uh, Mickey Hart, the drummer for the Grateful Dead, once said, adventures don't begin until you step into the forest. And so you have to get started. There have been so many instances where ideas just popped up and then I recognized them and I did something with them. Um, I, I could go with countless, countless examples where I thought I was not going to be able to write a piece. And then uh, one, one instance, I went, I couldn't find a topic for the holiday card stories that I used to write. Did it for 20 years. And I about given up and I decided to step away from anything involved with writing the laptop. And I went to walk in the woods. And when I was walking in the woods, I saw it was, it was in the winter and it was gray and browns. And yet there were two cedar trees that were standing side by side and they were green against this drab background. And that became the idea for the story. And I wrote the story that night. Well, you, you kind of addressed a little bit this, David. Uh, you know, you hear the term writer's block. Uh, what did you do uh, when you had writer's block? You gave kind of an example there, but any anything else that was helpful when you kind of hit the wall? Julia Cameron wrote a book called The Artist's Way, which, especially for young people, is a wonderful book to read. And she has a thing that she calls artist play dates. And sometimes you just have to step away. Oftentimes, if I'm in the middle of a writing project, especially if it's a long writing project, like a novel or a screenplay, I will just hit the wall. And I'm, I wanna finish the paragraph, I wanna finish the page, I wanna finish the chapter, and I work at it and I work at it, but it's just pounding my head against the wall. And so I'll just shut the laptop off and go to bed. And then somehow or another, when you step away from it, do other things, and then you start again, it's like, oh, well, that's easy. So sometimes you have to just step away from it. All right, well, let's assume that somebody uh, takes the leap of faith and, and starts writing some type of article or book. Uh, what should they do once they get the first draft written? So writing, stepping back a little bit, writing is really the writing process is pre-writing, writing, and rewriting. So in the pre-writing stage, you're starting to develop your idea, maybe putting some ideas on paper, maybe doing a little light research, and then eventually you commit and you start writing the process. At some point, you get through with what you intend to do, and that's your first draft. And it may be the first draft of many drafts. So at that point, you then want to seek feedback. There's a variety of ways to do that. One-on-one -on -one is part of a writer's group, uh, is part as uh, some sort of peer review where you're reading your story. And then you listen to what ha people have to say. Sometimes things they say are not that valuable, but when you sort of mull over and you realize, you know, I kind of feel the same way and then you go back and change it. The thing is that most people don't realize when you are rewriting, it's not just catching a comma or changing a word to, to 
catch the noun and verb correctly. You also have to do structure and substance change. And sometimes that means making some major changes and it's like, oh, I'm never gonna get it through. You will, but why spend all that time if the finished product is not gonna be your best effort? Well, you know, when I wrote my book, I followed your advice there. Uh, I had seven people um, read my first draft, two of which I knew would be brutally honest, two others, three others that I thought would be very thorough. And then I chose two people, quite frankly, I figured they'd probably tell me what I wanted to hear. And, and sometimes as a writer, you need to get that feedback too. So I, I uh, endorse what you're saying. Um, when I finally got around to asking you to review my book, you asked me two simple questions that I, I wish I had thought about, obviously, before getting to the stage of a first draft. Uh, how about sharing those two uh, questions about message and audience with, with the group? Well, the first thing is, obviously, you're either required to write. If you're a student and your teacher gives you an assignment, you're required to write. Uh, if your boss gives you an assignment, if your editor gives you an assignment, you're required to write. But if it's something that you're starting on your own, there's a reason you're doing it. You've been inspired to tell a story, to make a point. So one, you have to decide, what is it that I want to convey to the reader? What is my greater point? What have I, what have I got in me that will be meaningful to somebody else that somebody maybe hasn't said exactly or a different take on it? So you have to sort of know what your purpose is. What is the purpose in doing this? Even if it's an assignment for a class, you know, what is your purpose? It's not to get an A, it's like, okay, I want to, I want to direct this and I, this is what I want to say. This is a thesis that I want to develop and I want it to be, I want people to be sold when they read it. So you, you have to under, understand what your purpose is and you have to commit to that. And the second thing is you have to know your audience. Who is it that is going to be on the other end of the page? Who is going to be reading it? You know, are you are you doing it just for the teacher to impress? Them? No, you're you're essentially doing it for your your the other students. If you're writing a book um, for uh, this based upon food and cooking, well, you're going to be writing it for other chefs or other people interested in cooking. So you want to tailor your words to that audience because that's who you're trying to connect with. It's like this blind telephone call where you're trying to send something out in a written form and then they're trying to convey the message from it. So you have to sort of know who you're talking to. I want to focus just a second on, on writing a book. It was such an enjoyable experience for me. Um, you, you've shared with me in the past that we all have stories to tell. Why do you think people are, are hesitant to pursue writing a book? Because, you know, one of the things that one of the regrets that you hear people say all the time is, gosh, I wish I'd written a book. Uh, I've always wanted to write a book. Why do you think they're hesitant to pursue doing so? Uh, it's just self-censorship. But to emphasize that point, because everybody's got a story, and I'm not sure exactly what that may. Maybe it's a full-length manuscript. Maybe it's a memoir. Maybe it's a history of your family or your business. I don't know, but I will share these words from uh, Brenda Ulan, who was a longtime teacher of writing. She said, everybody is talented, original, and has something important to say. In one of my graduate classes in writing, 
uh, I wrote a book about uh, illumination, which is basically about idea generation. And I phrased it this way. We write because we have a desire to bring things to light. We wish to make a difference, to solve a problem, to make people laugh, to change in different minds. If you don't want to do that as an individual, well, you're just sort of existing. We're put on this earth to do things and contribute to the overall good of humankind. And certainly writing is one way of doing that. Uh, is there anything else, David, that uh, you think would be helpful for someone that's thinking about uh, getting more active in whatever uh, it might be from a writing perspective? Any way they might kind of tip their toe in the writing pool before making a major commitment? Well, well, certainly it would be best to start something smaller. But we're all practicing writers. We're all developing writers. We're really all student writers. So there are several things you need to do. One, you need to read. You need to read all sorts of things, really read. In this age of the internet, you know, you get the headlines and you don't read, you need to read writers um, in all genres. You also need to read a few books on writing. There's several out there. And if you have a place to post information, I can give you five or six that are really, really good books and help you do it. And then you need to practice. You need to practice, practice, practice. One of the best things to do, uh, is keep a journal, of course, because that just gets the brain working. And another thing is to come up with writing prompts, which is what we call speed or informal writing. It's just warm up writing. So before you start writing for the evening, let's say if you're going to dedicate an hour to write, come up with some sort of prompt and just write five minutes. You know, write about the best Christmas ever, write about a favorite meal you had write about a memory from high school, anything, write about um, what the sun looked like yesterday. Just spend a few minutes, it's like an athlete, they don't just go to the locker room, change clothes and go out and play, they warm up and they get, get things moving. So that's, as a writer, the more informal writing you can do, the more journaling you can do, anything to put pen to paper uh, is gonna make you a better writer. Well, David, thank you so much for, for sharing your time and your experiences with us. I, I know that uh, our audience appreciated your encouraging words for, for those who have thought about writing a book or some other type of publication and just really had no clue on how to get started. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's time together and we'll encourage others to join us on our next podcast. And until then, I hope you'll make it your goal to be a positive influence in the lives of others.